G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 489 of the Trainsmith Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com and check out those articles I've been posting there on how the elite prepare and train for their big races. Some good articles there. I've been posting a few lately, so spoil yourself and have a little splash around in the blog section of it. Um, so it turns out I was at one stage the world's douchiest dad at the basketball tournament my son was in on the weekend. Um, my son's in this rep team, and he's the best player in the team, but it's the worst team in the competition. It's, and so he had four games to do on Saturday, and if they got into the finals, then they'll have to go to play Sunday. Clearly, we're never going to have to play Sunday, so we never thought thought about that. And um, I stay very quiet during games. I don't yell out. I don't. My face stays expression. I'm done, I, I don't get wrapped up into it um, like some parents do. I just sit there. I clap when we score a goal. I don't clap when they score a goal. I very, very, very rarely will yell something out or say a comment or anything. And I did yell out once at my at my son, and um, it was um, actually during game one. And we, he, he, this kid's got the ball and he bounced it up and he's just stopped before the three pointer and he's pointing to all his teammates, getting him into position. And my son's just staring at him, and I'm like, don't just let him stay there and bounce and control the pace. Add pressure. So I yelled out, pressure! Don't let him just stand there and bounce the ball. And then my son go, oh yeah, that's right. I should be actually adding pressure, but that's the only time I yelled out. So I'm generally pretty quiet. Anyway, because my son is the the best player in this team and the worst team in the competition, um, the coach leaves him on the whole game every game. He very very rarely comes off, and so he's copping a flogging, and he's he. He's he's missed it everywhere in these in the in the in this particular team, and and he's by the end of game three he's all pretty beaten up and I said mate you'll be right and I got him a can of coke I said you just need need some sugar and and um and he goes into the fourth game and by um oh we're into the second quarter of the game and he's hardly he's really struggling to walk he's limping all over the place he's not running up and down the court anymore or he's trying not to um he, he's just shot and he he asked can he come off and so, and so the coach you know reluctantly let him off on the bench and he he's flagging for me to come around and i didn't want to be one of those parents that you know, walk around and stick my nose into the into the bench so I said come this way and so he came over and he goes my Achilles is caning I can't can't walk it and so I, I said all right we'll release your calf and see and I'm trying to point a bit but you do some trigger point therapy on him and you go does it hurt here you go oh so I'm dig right into him and and stuff so he goes goes back on in a couple of minutes and he's um there, the the opposition's about to do a free throw, a free throw, and so he's not in his normal position. He's come further out, and he's come over to me. And he go, oh, I'm sore. And I go, just go off, mate. This is ridiculous. You're just going to cause yourself um, an injury or something. It's not worth it. We're we're losing anyway. We're not going to win this game. And, and 
it was it was a close-ish game, but we, we I knew we were never going to win it. And I go, just go off. And oh god, the amount of parents that that were uh, well, the coach tried getting him back on a few times. Parents went up to him and said, "Can Jackson go back on?" And I, I just said, "He's injured. He can go on if he wants, but why risk it?" And anyway, I turned out the just just a turd, okay, a giant turd in the eyes of all the other parents. And because a lot of the other kids leave a lot of the work to my son, they had to step up and and do the work. And I don't know a lot of the kids' names. I don't try and remember the, a lot of their names. I give them nicknames so I can remember. And there's this one kid who doesn't do a lot. He just plants himself underneath the ring. And my son runs the ball up, passes it to him. He scores. He's generally the highest score in most games. And and <laughs> so I call him Camper because he camps himself under the ring. And, and I've got nicknames, stupid nicknames for every one of them. And and yeah, old campers yelling out, "I need help, fellas!" Yelling out at him. But anyway, that besides the point. Today's today's question comes from Dion, who writes, uh, "I am a beginner and I have done one triathlon, nine hundred swim, twenty five bike, six k run. Swim was average, bike run awesome. I would like to do a." I'd like to do one with 1500 swims and do and don't know how to build my swim distance. Can you give me some help, please? So there's a few things you could do. Um, so, you, so you're going from just somewhere around a sprint distance, try a fraction over a sprint distance triathlon, and you want to jump up to an Olympic distance triathlon, which is really cool. Um you the thing with swimming it's very technique uh, technique um focused you got to get your technique right really before you start um increasing volume increasing speed trying to improve that way most people including myself when i started did it completely the other way around i when i first started into triathlon i had absolutely well when i started swimming before i even got into triathlons i had no idea technique was an actual thing i knew kind of a freestyle what i thought was freestyle and i did did that i remember swimming um in a 25 meter pool i was able to get to 75 meters and i'd be going (gasps) i'd be blowing up like a gasket and then i would do another to another you know as far as i can go sometimes it'd be 50 it, it went downhill real quick and then, and then over a period of time I was able to increase increase it and then I had some time off and then when I decided I want to get into triathlons ah Ironman's the one to do and I remember going to the pool and just doing non-stop swimming I didn't know really anything about intervals I'd just swim and swim until I got tired and I'd have a rest and then I'd swim 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 until I got tired not any idea about what a, a, tec- a technique was and then i um read some books after and started doing swim actual kind of swim sessions uh, and that helped somewhat but still my technique was really really bad and then i 
mate was saying you need to work on your technique and I had a mate come another mate come around who looked at my swim shark oh you need to get your arms out this way and you need to do that then I had another mate a few months later have a look at my technique and he said oh you need to work on this and that and and then I started learning more and more watching a lot of videos um just in the years of everyone and I've read books and you start learning um what the the freestyle techniques like um if i had my way around again i would jump into an adult swim class and learn how to do um proper swim technique that's what i would recommend uh, um first up learn the proper technique that's basically what i'm a long way of saying a long way around saying it learn the proper swim technique once your technique's good enough, then you can start working on volume, power, speed. Um, but let's just say your technique's good and you're um, good enough, and you want to start increasing your volume. Um, I would look at doing um, if it swimming. Uh, the way swimming works, it rewards technique improvements. To, it, it rewards good technique and volume and consistency so if you're if you ideally the goal you know especially at the moment when you're trying to increase you probably should try and get to the pool three times a week um that would be you'd see huge gains real quick especially if you're new to the sport um and having um, a reason why going to the pool each time so if let's say your swim session number one was more technique focused um, swim number two was more aerobic focus, and swim number three was would be more threshold type focused. Um, so, and you can add drills into all three. So, um, if you're trying to imp- improve something in particular of your swim stroke, you can add. Um, let's suggest, let's just say, for instance, you need to imp- you need to focus improve the um, catch of your right. Um, for instance, so you can start doing um, doggy paddle as part of your warm up, and um, maybe doggy scoop or single arm scoop. Um, that might help. Yeah, single arm to help get that higher elbow, that nice catch, but into a good position. Um, so I'd be looking at doing something along the lines of swim one would be technique, swim two would be more of aerobic, swim three would be more threshold. Um, now it's easy for me to say all this but you actually have to have going to the pool with a purpose and having a proper structured session you're going to get more out of it than going to the pool and yeah i might get some 50s in okay now i might do my first 50 see where i come in at and then i'll work out what i'm going to do these 50s on Uh, um then i'll do some hundreds and then uh, i might go do some 25s you'll get a lot more if you actually have a written plan uh, for that session you go there and execute the sessions i would recommend actually having um written down proper sessions um now if you don't go if you don't want to go to the um adult swim class and learn this technique there's a lot of good information on youtube you can just study um so you've got that i would also be doing my best to look at getting um some underwater filming done of yourself whether you do you know hide i've mentioned it a million times in in the podcast here you get like a gopro or a cheap version of a gopro 
hide it in the fins. Now, don't never, never, never ask for permission to use it. Always ask, you know, beg for um, forgiveness. Never ask for approval. You hide it into your fins um, heel, and so you just keep it on on the um, pool deck and then when the opportunity rises you can swim you put it on the bottom of the pool you swim a couple of laps and you get, pull, get it out and hide it the best you can without saying anything I've done it have to be at least a hundred times and I've never been caught once um, so, so do, getting some underwater filming done of yourself um, can be re- huge and you can see some things that you, on where to improve prove that but uh, so for for the way you would structure a swim session would be something like uh, some freestyle warm-up whether um you know you're doing you know let's say let's call it 200 200 meter freestyle um followed by i don't know four four fifties four fifty meters that we've done as 25 meter drill 25 meter freestyle now doing you want that drill to um you know you, you're just not doing a drill for the sake of doing a drill you want to do that drill to help improve a certain aspect of your um the help of your swim stroke so if you so going back to you want trying to develop that that high catch in uh, develop a nice catch in in the freestyle you'd be doing so so your warm-up would be like 200 freestyle followed by four times 50 done as 25 meters um so let's say the two of them is going to first two is going to be 25 meters of of skull followed by 25 meters of freestyle the second two will be 25 meters of doggy paddle done slowly we um both drills would be done with a pool buoy um, followed by 25 meters freestyle um, and then you might do another 100 free freestyle um, and then you might add a build to it the build I really like doing I like it because I, I th- just think it's a really good build um, is doing three 100s done as 25 fast 75 easy 50 fast 50 easy 75 fast 25 easy um, I just I just like that um, as a build, but anyway, um, and then you can go on to that particular session of what you're trying to achieve. Um, I did. The more you swim, the more your confidence you're going to get. I do. I do believe um, once once your training's done, you know it's it's a my Alan Pittman would tell me all the time. Once the training done, ninety five percent of it is all mental, um, and your training program, your swim, your bike, your run, or your entire training package, um, training program should be a confidence boosting. That it should help boost your confidence. And what I mean by that, if you continuously miss sessions. Um, and arrive to the finishing and arrive to the start line of the race you you know you've missed a whole lot of sessions and that's you're not going to have the co- same confidence as if you nailed all but m- all all sessions or if not most of your sessions you're going to rock up feeling a lot more confident in your game plan in your ability in your skills um so i, w- I would be 
focusing on trying to get to the pool as much as possible. Um, and just so if you're swimming, if you want to do 1500 meters. Um, in a race I'd be looking at trying to get your swim weekly you're trying to get your swim sessions to 2k's that that would give you the confidence to to um, be able to handle anything in that water so if you go to the go to the race and it becomes very swirly becomes um, the winds picked up it's very you know it's just horrible conditions it still won't be an issue for you to be able to finish that race and finish it comfortably um and it, there's tons of i could, i was only talking to my wife I mentioned it to her the other day that i i must have um oh, i reckon i'd have well and truly over 400 swim sessions saved in my in my um library that i have saved on um, my coaching platform and i was saying i should ha- i should create a new book of 365 um 365 swim sessions one for every day of the year but uh, um but there's uh, tons of places you can get swim sessions and now that i've just said it jump on to trainsmove.com um somewhere there i'd have to check somewhere there is um my book my latest book that i it's not that latest anymore not that new anymore but i'm i'm giving it away for free on the website now um it's 101 key sessions and in that it's like 30 odd swim sessions um, so that would be a good start grab those filter through and it's going to give you examples of um i'm working off memory here because it's been a long time since i wrote the book but there's going to be um drills in there there's going to be um how you would structure a swim session that you would do the warm-up do a build do the main set do the cool down um so if you if you haven't already jump onto the transmove.com it might be on the home page there or click on resources or somewhere around there um and it's a um, 101 key sessions you can also if you want to buy it you can get it on amazon but you can just jump on the website and get it for free so i hope that helps um but te- technique first volume speed power second if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com until next episode hooroo